0: Now we're about ready to go for game number six in the 1968 World Series and Dick McCullough, the left hand batting second baseman of the Tigers, to lead off against right-hander Ray Washburn. The outfield will play McCullough rather deep at the round to right, batting 286 in the World Series. McCullough takes a breaking ball strike one. at third base, Max at short, Javier at second, Cepeda at first, that's the infield, Brock in left, Blood in center, Maris in right, that's the outfield alignment for the Cardinals. McCarver the catcher, and Washburn the right-hander on the mound. He winds, he pitches, and it's a strike call. Strike two. So Washburn is quickly ahead of the Tiger leadoff man, Dick McCarver. Next few signs goes to work. Here's the pitch. Swinging and a miss. Struck striking off. One up and one out. Stanley batting now. Seemed to get him on a changeup, but uh, he You kind of get the, the type of pitching Washman is right there. A lot of times you'll see a pitcher walk after and start the first batter off with a fastball. Washman did not do it. He started him off with a curveball, got a strike over. Then he came right back with a fastball, caught McCall looking, and came in there with a real good changeup. Caught him taking. Here's the right-hand batting shortstop. Mickey Stanley of the Tigers. No score first inning. We're just underway. As a fly ball hit the right, going back is Maris. He'll have room. He's under it. Makes the catch two out. Stanley was batting 21 in the series. And now Al Kaline came off the Baltimore Sam Lots. To play throughout his professional career in the major leagues. A 381 average. He's the top Tiger hitter in this series. Washburn looks him over. Two out, nobody on. No score. The very first inning. The pitch is on the way. He takes the strike. Hit above the knee. Oh, that kind stuff to hit on that outside corner just above the knee. Washburn looks very sharp. Outfield straight up on the K line now. Two out, nobody on. There's a curve that dips low and away. One and one the counter now. had to have a foot operation a couple of years ago. Osteomalitis of his foot and had it corrected. There's a foul ball out of play in the seats. One and two the count. Two out, nobody on. The game scoreless, just underway. Delayed slightly by rain in Bush Stadium. Washburn was born in Pasco, Washington, now lives in Kirkland. He's 30 years old and attended Whitworth College. Now rocks and kneels, and it's a cut and a miss. Stuck out. The inning's over. At the end of a half inning, Detroit coming, the Cardinals coming to bat. Amy Reese along with Ernie Harwell at Bush Stadium in St. Louis, Missouri. Ray Washman against Denny McLean. Washman in the first inning looked real sharp, hitting that outside corner at the breaking pitch. McAuliffe struck out. Stanley fried out to right field. And Al Kaline struck out on a slow curveball. The first three hitters are the Cardinals. And the one fella that's be leading off, Brock, who must be kept off of those sacks. And he's been starting off practically every game with a base hit. It'll be Brock, Flood, and Maris. To tell you all about it, Tony Harwell. Thank you, Pee-Wee. Well, Pee-Wee, you were a good leadoff man. And in the World Series, some of the great leadoff hitters, Stanley Hack, back in 1938, he at 471. Harry Hooper of Boston went uh, two series and uh, in 1915 and 16 and hit in every game. And Bobby Richardson of the Yankees had uh, two great World Series as a leadoff man. But Brock has certainly been fabulous with a 524 average so far. McLean delivers a bounding ball foul just outside of third base. Word has to lay in close on uh, Lou Brock because of the bunning potential in this situation. And uh, naturally, that makes it a little easy for Lou to punch the ball past the third baseman. It's Word at third. Stanley at short for the Tigers. McConaughey at second, Cash at first. Horton, Northrop, and Kaline in the outfield freehand catching. McLean ready, delivers. It's a bombing ball back to McLean. He leaps and gloves it. Throw to Cash. One up and one out. Brock is out. Pitcher to first. And the batter will be the centerfielder Kirk Flood batting at an even 300 mark right now. He started every game in which he appeared in the American League season, a total of 41, and he went to 336 innings. A lot of work, but any. Here's the pitch. It's a curve, low, and away. Ball one. The game is scoreless. Well, the Cardinals are to bat in the last half of the first inning. Well, the bases are empty and one out. A right-hand bat Kurt Kirk Flood waits. The pitch is a ball high. That looked like a breaking ball. 2-0 to count on Flood. Flood has two RBIs. His only extra base hit is a double. Uh, McLean checks his sign with freehand. The 2-0 delivery. Cut on a line shot to Stanley. He grabs it for the out. Cut that ball about ankle high. Hit very hard, but right to the shortstop Stanley. And here's the veteran Roger Maris. who says this is his last baseball competition for this World Series. Maris with one hit in 12 trips. It was a double. He has one RBI. He's the oldest of the Cardinals. And this is his seventh World Series. The outfield is around the right on Roger. No score first inning in the sixth game. The pitch is a ball in the dirt. Well, the weather looked uh, very threatening, menacing. Uh, early this morning, it began to rain around 9 o'clock here in St. Louis. It continued uh, up until about 11.30 off and on, and even up until game time, it was raining and then stopping, but right now, on the cloudy skies and the temperature reading about 60 degrees, the battle is underway. The 1-0 pitch is a strike on the outside corner, one and one. Maris uh, likes to pull the ball, McLean trying to keep it away from the inside corner. Now the 1-1 delivery cut on a bounding ball, high to third on the hop, grabbed by word so the Furtis got him, and the tide retired 1-2-3. At the end of one inning, it's the Cardinals nothing, Detroit nothing. Each team going down 1-2-3 in the opening inning, and now the Tigers send a bat, Norman Cash, Willie Horton, and Jim Northup to face Ray Washburn. has had a good series. He's batting 3-3-3. Six hits and 18 trips. One of them a home run. Outfield bent deep to right. They'll play this uh, gentleman to pull. Infield uh, also swung in that right field direction. The up and the pitch, it's a curve low. Ball one. Peewee, very few lineup changes in this entire series. That's right, after Mayo Smith made up his mind on Mickey Stanley coming into play shortstop, he hasn't changed it at all. Of course, in a little bit in the late innings, he has moved Stanley out to center field and brought Ray all in at shortstop. But starting lineups, no. Washburn ready to go now. Cash waiting and takes a ball in close, 2-0. Mr. Haller had to adjust the line to the batting box uh, down there for a moment. Washburn peering in to get his side. No score, second inning. Cash takes a ball outside, 3-0. On the inside lines of the batter's box are always erased by the umpires. They feel that those uh, chalk marks there might uh, interfere with their vision of the pitch ball. Cash standing very deep, waiting on the 3-0 pitch. Strike, letter high, 3-1. Washburn has won one game in this series. Sims up the other two for the Cardinals. Moldich has won the Tiger two victories. The pitch cash takes. Ball four, the first run of the game. He walks. That will bring up Willie Horton, the Detroit slugger with a 188 batting average. Willie had a home run here in the second game in St. Louis. The outfield plays him deep and uh, almost straight away. The Cardinals do not play uh, Willie to pull the ball as much as uh, most of his American League rivals do. Infield in double play depth. Cash leading off the bag at first. the holds with him. No score. Second inning. It's a curve across letter high. Strike call. Well, when Willie uh, first came to the major leagues, he got a steady diet of slow curve balls. He's learned to hit that tight pitch a little bit better and doesn't see quite that many. Cash with a short beat at first base. Cepeda holds with him. Washburn ready, delivers. Here's a slow curve that fouls off McCarver's hand. Strike two. That's the count on him. Got him on the right wrist. skies in St. Louis game number six the Cardinals lead three victories to two over the Detroit Tigers not much of a breeze around these parts right now Ray Washburn ready to Here's there's a curve outside one ball two strikes Washburn has suffered with a tear in his shoulder muscle in the 63 season but has well recovered from that well, uh, the right handed checks his sign. Waiting on a one-two pitch is Willie Horton. Here it comes. Fastball swung on. Line drive. Left center field. Maybe up the alley. It is between the outfielders. Rounding second. Heading for third is Norman Cash. He's coming around third. He'll score. It's a two-bagger for Horton, and the Tigers lead one to nothing. Between the outfielders Brock and left and front in center with that line drive a rather high line drive toward the 386 foot marker and Willie Horton drives in Norman Cash for the game's first run the Tigers lead one to nothing here's the outfielder Jim Northup at bat for Detroit Northup batting 158 in the series a curve in close, ball one. In the second game here in St. Louis, the Tigers went out in front with a single run in the second inning, and eventually won that game 8-1. to one. There's a curve across, one and one. Tigers lead second inning north of Nevada 1-1 to count on him Horton on second base nobody down the outfield deep to right on Northrop Washburn delivers a curve it backs him off 2-1 to count Ernie with no one out left hit hitter up there I'm sure that Washburn would like to keep Jim North from pulling that ball and advancing Willie really Hart in third base let's see if he can do it He's gone to a 2-1 cowbell in Northrop. Now Ray sets and delivers. It's a bounding ball to first base foul. He pulled it, but he pulled it a little too much. <speaking in> Washburn with a new baseball to work with. Tugs his cap by. He looks to get his sign from Tim McCarper. Tigers lead it one to nothing it's the second inning and a two two count on Northam here it comes he swings and misses on a curve. he that change up curve again Peewee looks to me like that's Washburn's best pitch his change up curve he's taking quite a bit off of his curve ball two one to Willie Horton, and Willie Horton was way out in front of it then he tried to come back with a change of sequence of pitches and throw the fastball by Willie and he creamed it in left center right down that power alley. Here is Bill Freehand, the Tigers catcher, who has failed to hit in 16 turns at bat so far in this series. The outfield on Bill is around the left, but not very much. Horton on second, nothing. Detroit leads in the second. There's a curve, but it hangs high to Freehand, ball one. in St. Louis set by Washburn the pitch a curve is low 2-0 well he's throwing that curve a lot Tony Cuccinello is the third base coach for Detroit Wally Moses coaches at first base Wally's also the batting coach for the Detroit team Washburn getting his sign from McCarver Tigers lead 1-0 in the second it's a ball outside 3-0 Ernie, I'm sure that Mayo Smith realizing that Bill Freehand is 0 for 16 in this series. He'd like to get this fellow started off with a base hit, even though the count is 3 all on him right now. I'm sure that he has gotten the green light. If the ball's in there, he's going to be swinging away. Well, Bill waiting now, and here's that 3-0 pitch from Watchburn. He looks at a strike. Fastball at high. Washburn has not thrown many fastballs yet. There was one right there. Horton on second. Detroit leads one to nothing. One man down in the first half of the second inning. And freehand leaning and waiting on a 3-1 delivery from Ray Washburn. Here it is. He swings The base hit the upfield. Porton coming into third base. Brock has the ball. It bounced by him. And up to the fence. Horton will score easily. Freehand is going around second. He tags second Heads to third. Brock retrieves the ball and fires back into Shannon. And on to third goes freehand. It is two to nothing Detroit. We'll wait for the official scorer's verdict. That will be a single and an error charged to Brock. Brock is charged with an error. In left field, that's the second cardinal error of the series. The Detroit Tigers have a two to nothing lead in the first half of the second inning. They've got one out and freehand at third base. Freehand gets his first hit and will pick up an RBI on the single. The Cardinals are pulling their infield in tight now with a man at third base for the Tigers at only one away. Don Wirt is the batter. Two to nothing, Detroit. Wirt hitting 91 for the World Series. Right-hand batter takes the fastball high. Two runs on two hits for Detroit. No runs and no hits for the Cardinals. Now they wind up by Washburn, the pitch, Wirt swings and misses. One and one. The outfield is straight up, the infield into uh, the inner grass. And a little closer on the right field side of the infield, than on the side between second and third. Now Washburn checks his sign. it's a 1-1 count on Wirt. And a curve is low, 2-1. Uh, Peewee, what kind of instructions would uh, Freehand have in this situation on third base? Well, I'm sure that uh, Tony Cuccinello, with the one man out, he just tells the baseman at third base, make sure that that ball is through. That's about all you can tell. Of course, it's a tap ball over the pitchers now. He should try to come in. There's a high curve that uh, seemed to get away from Washburn and hang inside. That's the count. Tigers lead. Two to nothing. Man on third. It's the second inning. They've got one out. Now the 3-1 delivery. And work takes a strike. He hit the outside corner with a hook. (laughs) Don stepping out and then back into the batter's box. Troy is scored on a walk. A double by Horton. A single by freehand. Now the windup, the pitch curve in close he walks it's the second walk of Washburn both in this inning with the man on first and a man on third it'll bring up Denny McLean. I'm sure that Ray Washburn the eighth place hitter Don Word up there the man on third base Ward is much more capable of hitting a fly ball or a base hit to score that man than Denny McLean. now then in the infield can play back since you have runners on first and third I, he didn't want to give work anything good to hit McLean is 0 for 2 as a batter in this World Series. Pass ball low to Denny, ball one. McLean is not a real good uh, hitting pitcher, but he's not a very bad one either. Billy Muppet, the pitching coach, uh, comes out now to talk to Washburn and his battery mate, Tim McCarver. the Detroit Tigers had jumped in front here with two runs off Flashburn in the second a walk to cash Horton doubled him home then after North struck out freehand single uh, scoring Wharton and freehand took third when the ball got by the left fielder the Cardinals Lou Brock Wort then drew a walk on a 3-2 pitch and that's where we are now with McLean batting and ball won the count on him two men on and one man out the pitch swing a tap hit down the third baseline may be fouled it goes into foul territory he topped that one, and it was a rather high hopper down toward third base foul. So the runners come back, and the count is still one ball and one strike. Infield backed up in double play depth. Cepeda holding on the bag with the runner first base, Don Worth. Now McLean leaning in, waiting on the 1-1 delivery. Rings at the bounding ball to shortstop. Max There underhands to Javier for one. Renate at first. It's a double play for the Cardinals. And the side retired. And at the end of one and one half innings, Detroit two, Cardinals nothing. Orlando Cepeda, the Cardinals first baseman, batting 238 for the series, will lead off for the Cards. He has two home runs and six RBIs. Detroit leads two nothing, second inning. It's a strike call. He got a fastball in the inside corner. Danny McLean, the 31-game winner for the Tigers on the mound. Kicks and delivers a sidearm fastball outside, one-and-one. One. That's the pitch that McLean will throw once in a while against the right-hand batter. Detroit 2, St. Louis nothing in the second. Here's the pitch. Swung on a base hit. Left field. Horton comes in the field of ball. Cepeda holds it first for the leadoff single. So each of these two teams went out one, two, three in the first inning. And then the leadoff man gets on to the second. Cash walks to the Titans. Cepeda. Single for the Cardinals. And the fine Louis catcher, Tim McCarver. Batting 3-5-0 steps up. left pan inning catcher, the infield and in double play depth on Tim. Cash holding on the bag with Cepeda. McCarver looks at a strike. Joe Schultz is the third base coach for the Redbirds. Successfully coaches at first. Cloudy skies in St. Louis. Tigers lead the Cardinals in the second. Two to nothing. The Cards have a man on and nobody out. Denny McLean ready to pitch to Tim McCarver. And now a time call by plate umpire Bill Haller. Here's a tap foul in the dirt. Back of the plate. now bit safely in each of the first five games of the series, Kaline, Brock, Flood, and Javier. Here's a pitch. He swings, fly ball right to the field. North of digging hard towards Kaline. Kaline makes the catch on the run. Buffs the throw, and Cepeda goes back to first base. Was hit rather shallow in right center field. Northup race for it, so did K-line, and K-line made the catch. McCarver is out, and Mike Shannon that's next, hitting 286. This is always dangerous, isn't he, Pee Wee? Yes, he is. This fella's had quite a year. He led this club and runs batted in. And an important base hit. He's always going to base hit to tie the ball game or to win a ball game. And does a good job defensively at third, to it being in there only one year. Shannon takes a curve that uh, misses the outside corner. Ball one. Man on first, one man out. Tigers lead the Cardinals in the second inning. Detroit two, St. Louis nothing. So Pater not getting much of a lead at first base right now. Cash on the bag with him. There's a foul ball, ball out of play. Swung late on it. Hits the seat. One and one the count. regular glasses he discarded those for contact lenses he has a tinted uh, lens over one eye and a clear lens over the other one he did have two sets but uh, he lost one lens out of each set here's the pitch swung on the bounding ball to short family has it over to mccallis one a cash double play and at the two innings detroit two cardinals nothing here Reese along with ernie harwell at bush stadium we're going to the top half of the third inning. Ray Washman against Denny McLean. The Tigers leading in this ball game by a score of two to nothing. They scored two runs in the top half of the second inning. As Cash walked, Harton doubled. North then struck out. Freehand single got his first base hit in this series. He went all the way to third on an error by, the, by Brock in left field. Then McLean with the runners on first and third. One out, hit into double play. A fast one from. The shortstop of the second base baseman, the first baseman. Top half the third inning, Drake up the hitter, and Ernie Harwell will tell you all about it. at the uh, first time up, uh, struck out swinging on a slow curveball. Ray Washburn, Cardinal right-hander, ready to go into action once again now, and here's the wind-up and the pitch on the way. Take a knife, bat ball high, ball one on McCallup. Outfield swung around deep to uh, right on Dick. He opens up that stance, leans back on the rear foot, waiting on the next delivery. Here it comes. He takes the ball. It's low, 2-0 to count. Detroit leads 2-0. Dick McCollett leading off for the Tigers in the third. The Cardinals lead in the series, three victories to two. Washburn ready. Kicks and deals. Here's a ball outside. He checked his swing on an outside serve. 3-0 to Karen McCullough. McCullough, a young man from Connecticut. His late father was a house painter. Dick came up through the Detroit farm system. Now the motion, the 3-0 delivery. Ball four. Walked in. That'll be the third walk issued by Washburn. He gave up two in the second inning team has come up with a double play here's Stanley, who by to right his first time at bat well it's a testimonial Wee, that the shortstop experiment has worked the fact that nobody ever talks about it anymore in this series I'll say one thing it was quite a topic of conversation in the first couple games <laughs> it sure was Here's Stanley batting with a man on first base. Runner goes, pitchy swung on and fouled off. They had to hit and run. Stanley tried to punch the ball behind the runner McCallup, and he fouled it to the seat. Ernie, you've seen this ball club all year. Do they, I know they don't steal too much, but do they hit and run much? Uh, they hit and run quite a bit in this situation. They'll hit and run with Stanley at bat and McCallup at first base, and they'll hit and run quite a bit with uh, Kayland at bat and sometimes with Cash. Now the set by Washburn and the pitch. It's a pitch out, but nothing happens. Ball one, one and one. That time, McAuliffe was holding at first base. Tigers lead two nothing. They're batting in the third against the champion St. Louis Cardinals. Quite often you'll see a manager when they pitch out like that. They may come right back with that hit and run. Well, we'll see. Here's the set now, the one-one delivery. Line drive to left field. McAuliffe not going. He checks in and holds it second. Brock fields the ball on two skips, and the Tigers have two men on and nobody down in the third inning. So a walk to McCullough and a single by Stanley, giving the Tigers another scoring threat. It was a walk to catch that uh, started a two-run surge by the Detroiters in the second inning. And here's Al Kaline coming to bat. He fanned his first trip. Now batting 364 with eight for 22. Now the infield uh, for the Cardinals setting itself in double play depth against K-line. Washburn sets and pitches. K-line takes a high, hard one in close. Ball one. Choice two, Cardinals nothing, third inning. Cepeda laying in close inside the bag at first, but wide of it. Shannon just a step uh, behind third base and uh, fairly close to the bag. So Kaline waits on Washburn's 1-0 delivery. Swings, is a line shot right to feel field. It'll be a base hit. McAuliffe rounding third. He's headed home and will score. The throw comes to the second. Tigers lead 3-0. Stanley takes third. Kaline safe at first. And there's nobody out. And here comes uh, Billy Muffet, the pitching coach of the Cardinals out again. So Kaline delivers and gets his fifth RBI of the series. Well, I think that one here at the ballpark and we can see that Ray, Ray Washman looked real sharp in that first inning. But in the second inning, he started off a walking catch and he was just not hitting the corner and keeping that ball down like Ray likes to do, I'm sure. With his curveball, his breaking pitch, he was missing with it. Then when he decided to come inside with his fastball, he was coming in too far with it. So he has definitely had a control problem. He struck out three since he's been in there but he has walked three and some of the base hits that they've been gotten they have not been good pitches. Uh, It looks now Pee Wee as if we'll have a new pitcher Washburn uh, in this game was appearing in his fourth World Series game and his uh, second series start. He started in the game in Detroit. On Saturday, he won that game 7-3 to three and allowed three runs and three hits in five and one-third innings and gave up home runs off the bats of Kaline and McCulloch and a single by McCulloch. And incidentally, Kaline has now hit uh, safely in every game of the series. hander come on now Larry Jaster a tall left-hander native of Midland Michigan he's 24 years old and he'll be pitching against the Detroit Tigers so that is all for Ray Washburn there's a round of applause for Ray as he leaves the mound the Tigers are picking up three runs and four hits off him and he struck out three. He leaves two runners on the bases as his responsibility. Jasta won nine and lost 13 in the National League season. He's a 24-year-old left-hander, an all-state quarterback, Midland High School in Michigan, and attended uh, Michigan State. But uh, the Cardinals, uh, who sent him to school, would not let him play football. And at one time, uh, the Detroit Tigers hired him but to paint the bleachers in center field. So he's a one-time Detroit Tiger employee. What's his uh, pitching uh, selection, uh, Peewee? Well, I know one thing. He can come back to pitch against the Tigers today like he did it against the Dodgers. Not this year, but last year, when he shut them out five times in one year. He could be tough. Larry has a, he lies mostly, used to on a good fastball. But they say that this year he went to more breaking stuff. But he had an exceptional fastball. And I think that's what you'll see today. He'll come, he'll come with these fastball, keeps it up most of the time. Throws oh, that uh, foot out there those elbows at you a little bit too, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He's six three a little over 200 pounds, and uh, he'll be pitching to Norman Cash, who uh, normally uh, has uh, some trouble with left-hand pitchers. Norm Cash, Nevada, he walked and scored a run, his only time at bat. So he keeps his uh, average at 333 for the World Series. Choice three, Cardinals nothing, it's the third. And the Cardinals are laying their infield back in double play depth. Stanley at third base, K-line at first for the choice hit by Larry Jaster he kicks and deals and there's a line shot So that's going to feel for a hit that'll score another run Stanley scores Kaline races on to third base and the Detroiters now have a four to nothing lead over the St. Louis Cardinals cash drives home Stanley with a single to left center moves Kaline on to third that run is charged to Watchburn who now is charged for the first four runs and has the responsibility of the man at third Al Kaline Walk and three straight singles now by the Tigers, scoring two more runs to add to their pair in the second, and they lead 4-0. Here's Willie Horton, who doubled, his only time at bat, facing the left-hander, Jaster. It's a ball high, ball one. Horton uh, faced this uh, gentleman, uh, Larry Jaster, in Sanlop Ball around uh, the Michigan area. First for the man on third. 4-0 Detroit leading. Here's the pitch. It's a curve in close. 2-0 on Willie Horton. Tiger runs better than one apiece. K-line, Cash, Horton, and freehand. Detroit has five hits. The Cardinals, one. Jasta ready. 2-0 pitch. Cap foul off the mitt of McCarver. 2 1 the count on Willie Horton. Willie was cleaning out the garage at home the other day and uh, some glass fell down, hit him in the face, but it didn't uh, bother his eyeballs. It uh, hit him uh, right around the eyes and uh, punctured the skin a little bit, but nothing serious. Here's a foul ball out of play. 2 2. Just another reason, Pee-wee, why all uh, us husbands shouldn't work around the house, right? Honey, I'm glad you brought that up, because I'm not too strong around the house, either. <laughs> I get mad when they make me move my feet so they can run the vacuum cleaner. 2-2. <laughs> That's the count on Willie Horton. Infield still in double play depth. Two men on, nobody out. Jaster sets and delivers. It's a ball, all oh, 3-2. K-Line is the Tiger runner's third, Cash the runner first base. K-Line is one of the best base runners on the Tiger team. Now, Willie Orton very deliberate in the way he wants to set himself in that batter's box to face uh, Larry Jaster. The well, left how to set some deals, and it's a foul on the screen. 3-2, the count stays. Joint four runs, five hits. The Cardinals, no runs and one hit. It's the first series appearance for Jaster this year. Now sets, 3-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled away. Back to the screen again. Getting around on that fastball. They play this uh, fellow about as deep as they do anybody, don't they, Pee Wee? I don't understand why. <laughs> Here's the set now by Jaster. And the pitch. Horton takes ball four. That will over the bases. It's the first walk off Jaster. First five Detroit batters in this third inning of reached base. And here is Jim Northrop at bat with the bases loaded. And in a game in the America League season at Cleveland, he hit two Grand Slam home runs back to back. Detroit for St. Louis nothing. Tigers at bat in the third with the bases loaded and nobody out. Northrop fanned his first trip. Left-hander against the left-hander. The pitch is a ball low no and away. Honey, you're talking about Martha bidding. Well, he led the majors the four grand slams. This is talking about the two. He hit one game in Cleveland. He came back and hit another one in the same week. He's the first player to ever hit three grand slams in one week. Here's a high-, high fly ball deep to right. Maris going way back might be. It is gone. A grand slam for North. Tigers lead eight to nothing. Jim Northrup, the slammer, getting greetings as he comes to the Tiger dugout. And the Detroit Tigers have roared in with six runs. Here in the third inning and now lead the world champion Cardinals eight to nothing with nobody on and nobody out in the third. Well, happy moments in the Tiger dugout as Northrop gets to greeting. Mr. Muffet has gone to the mound again. And Jester will be replaced. So he pitched to Cash, who's single, Horton, who walked. And Northrop, who hit a grand slam home run. You know, Ernie, this series is more or less following the same pattern of last year with the Red Sox. Oh, Gibson has won two games. Lombard won two games. Lowledge has won two games this year. Gibson has won two games. I think they're building up to the same thing. The seventh and final game tomorrow, which will be Gibson and Lowledge. I'm sure Lowledge will be going for the Tigers. But I'm not exactly counting this game out either. Even though the score is eight to nothing, I would say that the Tigers are in pretty good shape. McAuliffe facing Ray Washburn. Walk to start things off here. In the top half, the third inning. Ben Stanley single. Al Kaline single, scoring McAuliffe. Muppets, the pitching coach for the Cardinals, went out and got Washburn and brought in Larry Jaster. And Larry Jaster did not have too much luck. He pitched to three-man Jaster. First man, Jim Northam hit four grand slams this year, three in one week. And what did he do? He just hit one out of this ballpark. Driving in four runs. And the Tigers have come up with six runs here in the top half of the third inning. Ron Willis is now in there to take over for Larry Jaster. He's facing Bill Freehand, the first hitter. The Tigers have eight runs on six hits. They have not made a miscue. The Cardinals, no runs on one hit, and it made one miscue. And there's still no one out. Well, Pee the first six men who came up there all scored. A run for Detroit. The last Grand Slam home run of the World Series is Joe Pepitone in 64. Uh, this is number 11. Now, Ron Willis is the new pitcher. A right-hander delivers a high curve to Bill freehand ball one. So, Jaster pitched to three batters and gave up uh, three runs and one hit and walk one. Washburn allowed the first five Detroit runs. Eight-nothing Detroit lead. Willis delivers. It's a ball outside. Two at oh. Willis has appeared in uh, one game. He went three and two-thirds innings and allowed no runs in one hit. Walked a couple. He's a 25-year-old right-hander from Memphis, Tennessee. Signed off the uh, Sandlots here at uh, Kirkwood, Missouri High School as an outfielder and then turned pitcher after he went pro. Ron Willis, W-I-L-L-I-S, pitching to freehand. Backed him off for the curve three at oh, the count of the Tiger catcher. Eight to nothing Detroit lead. Here's the ball wide. He walked in That's the third walk in this inning. One off each of the three pitchers who has worked in this inning. So Don Wirt is the eighth batter to come up for Detroit in the third. The first six men scored. The seventh man drew a walk. Work series average is 91. He has one hit and 11 turns. Walked in the second inning. It's a strike on the inside corner. Strike one. Detroit leads eight to nothing. As the vaunted power of the Tigers has asserted itself here in this inning. Taps the foul out of play. Sidearm fastball. The count on work. Detroit has scored uh, its eight runs on six hits. Cardinals have no runs in one hit. There's a curve that uh, is outside, one and two on work. Tiger under first base. Nobody out. Now the set by Willis. The pitch is on the way. He swings and pops the foul. It'll be out of play. Back of the plate. Right hand ready for the third Cardinal pitcher. Ron Willis goes to work again. The 1-2 pitch to work. Moved him back. He hit the dirt. 2-2. Gibson, who has fanned the first two, is in a spot to strike out the side as he's on two on K-Line. A very light mist, a steady mist falls at Tiger Stadium. Gibson into the windup, and here is his pitch, and it's low and away for a ball. You put a few point clock on Bob Gibson between pitches. If the hitter will let him, he'll go about eight or ten seconds between each pitch. Here's the next one to Al Kaline, and he swings and fouls another one back. The uh, center field of flood just uh, a little bit in right center. Freehand edging off first. The 2-2 delivery. Watch out. That one hit him in the back. He is hit by a pitch. Well, so the Tigers have two men on and nobody out. And McLean will be coming to bat. So the first eight men uh, reach base for Detroit. I think it would be safe for me to come in with one of my fearless predictions here, Ernie. I think with no one out, I think that Denny McLean will be butting these runners over. <laughs> All right, Dr. Reese, we'll see here. <laughs> Set the pitch, he is knocked down and it's the ball. He fell on his back and uh, Bill Haller looked at uh, Denny and then said, ball one. painter charging in. Base uh, Shannon uh, inside the bag at third. Ball on the count on Denny McLean. Tigers lead eight to nothing in the third inning. They've got two men on and nobody out. Willis to McLean busts the ball, score third. Willis comes off the mound, doesn't feel it. Shannon picks it up. Close to Javier covering first. It's the sacrifice. Free hand to third and on the second goes worse. That play goes the third baseman to the second baseman covering first base. Well, now the Tigers have batted around and McCaulett, who started the Six-run surge here in the third inning with the base on balls. Steps up for the second time in the inning. Batting 273 for the series. They're pulling their infield in a little bit now. Man on third freehand. Man on second work. And uh, McAuliffe is not going to get a chance to bat. They're going to load the bases and pitch with the right-hand batting Stanley will be the fourth Tiger walk here in this inning. And it's just a matter of a pitch or so now before McAuliffe is put on on purpose. It'll be the second walk issued by Willis. So the bases are loaded and Stanley will be the batter. He applied to right and single. Red Shandies will play his infield back, Mickey Stanley. You know even better than I do, Ernie. He's a pretty hard man to double up. Unless the ball is hit pretty hard, he goes down that first baseline with very good speed. He's uh, one of the fastest of the Tigers. The pitch is high for ball. The Tigers have scored six times. One of the big innings in World Series history. The Philadelphia A's scored 10 runs in the 7th inning of the 4th game of the 1929 World Series. Now the wind up in the pitch. Strike, he got the outside corner. Detroit got 2 in the 2nd. 6 more here in the 3rd. McCullough on the for with a one down on the one-one count on Mickey Stanley Bounding ball on the right side Cepeda has it goes to the plate they get the force out there and that's all free is force Cepeda to McCarver the throw is a little bit to the first base side but Wee, I don't think they had a chance to get anybody out no I don't think so because Cepeda did not go back to first base he didn't think they had a chance and of course the pitcher would have had to gotten there and that is a tough play for that pitcher to get over to first base and make that double play. I, I don't believe McCarver would have made the throw if it had been a good throw by Peter home. Here's Kaline uh, coming to bat. He's had uh, one single in the inning, and the first time at bat the first, first inning, he struck out. Swing is a line shot. Left center field. Work will score. Rounding third is... McCullough, and he comes in to score, and Stanley takes third base on the single. So that's eight runs of this inning now, and the Tigers lead 10 to nothing. K-line knocking in three runs here in the eight-run third inning. Runners are at first and third, and Cash's the batter. Here comes Billy Muppet out again. So McCauley scored on that drive. So did Don Wirt. Stanley moved to third. Kaline safe on the single. And it looks as if we'll have another pitching change uh, before Norman Cash bats. Jaster came in to pitch to Cash. That was the first pitching change, and now we're going to have another one in the same situation. Would you believe this sounds just a little bit like the football Tigers and the San Louis Cardinal football team playing into the first quarter 10 to That's nothing? Come. I imagine that some of the Cardinals... We'll be doing a rain dance over there right now in the dugout trying to bring on rain as the Tigers were the other Sunday over in Detroit when the Tigers were trailing by a score of four to nothing. They wanted rain then. I'm sure trailing 10 to nothing here in Bush Stadium today. I'm sure the Cardinals would like to see a little downpour. Well, this is Dick Hughes uh, coming down uh, the foul line from the bullpen. Uh, K-line has got a world series record with his second hit and one inning. And three RBIs uh, in one inning. And the Tigers now have uh, counted eight runs here in the third. They have uh, a total of ten runs on seven hits and no errors. The Cardinals have no runs on one hit and one error. Dick Hughes of Stevens, Arkansas, who injured his shoulder in the uh, regulation season in June, pitching against Cincinnati. It doesn't seem too long ago since yesterday. In the first inning, with the Cardinals leading in this series by three games to one, and the way they came out of that gate yesterday, scoring three runs in the first inning, you're more or less feeling a little sorry for the Tigers because they had not looked good in the series, and we were talking about it. You know, they had played great all year and hoped the fans in Detroit and all over the country did not forget what a fine job they did during the 68 season. But they bounced back yesterday to win that ball game. And they have this one here in pretty good shape. And this is the way this ball club has been playing all year, Ernie. As you know, it seems like they have been counted out in so many games throughout the year. And to come back and win them, being down three games to one in this series, who knows? But they still have to face Gibson tomorrow. Yeah, they got to think a little bit about that. Right now, Hughes takes over. And he takes his uh, tune-up tosses. This will be uh, Hughes' first appearance in this World Series. And he follows Washburn, Jaster, and uh, Willis to the mound. Dick Hughes, the 29-year-old right-hand, he spent uh, nine years in the minors before he made it to St. Louis to six. Man on first and a man on third. Family is at third base, K-line at 1st There's two out, and Norman Cash, the batter, he's walked and singled and scored two runs in the game. Takes the curve across for a strike. Detroit 10, St. Louis nothing. That's the score in the third. The Tigers have sent 12 men to bat in this uh, third inning. Here's a high fly ball to right. It may be foul. It'll be out of play either way, and it is a foul ball back into the seat but not the direction on that one. Strike two, the count on catch. Hughes, tearing through his glasses, delivers. Here's a foul ball out of play. Strike two, the count on catch. The big blow of this hitting, a grand slam by Jim Northrup. the set, the strike two pitch. In close. One ball, two strikes on Cash. Detroit 10, St. Louis nothing. Third inning. Set, the pitch on the way. Fouled out of play. Behind the plate, still a one and two on Norman. Native of Justiceburg, Texas, Norman Cash. One time, Chicago White Sox outfielder. And first baseman. Waiting on a 1-2 pitch. Here it comes. Swung on a high hopper over the head of Cepeda. It'll be a base hit. Stanley will score. K-Line races around second, goes to third, and the Tigers have another run and lead 11 nothing. the ninth run of the inning. Cash. Singles homer run. K-Line takes third. Willie Horton will be the batter. And one of the big innings in World Series history we told you, the A's scored 10 in the 29 World Series. Seventh inning of the fourth game. Here's Willie Horton batting. He takes the ball outside of all one. Willie has doubled and walked. Thirteen Tigers have come to bat in this nine-run inning. ready delivers Horton takes the ball outside Two and all well since we're talking about records Ernie the two hits by Kalon and Cash here in their sitting ties as a series record also with 13 others the last one was the that did it was Frank Quillacy of the twins in 1965 two balls no strikes that's the count on Horton Tigers lead 11 to nothing in the third foul ball out of play 2-1 the count on Will up by McCarver. He backhanded that ball very neatly. It was in the base to the first base side. 3-1 the count on Willie Horton. A fantastic inning for the Detroit Tigers. Nine runs across the plate. Outfield field deep on Willie Horton. the set and the pitch swung on a bounding ball off the glove of Hughes, he races over to pick it up a run will score, K-line coming in Cash takes second, Horton is safe at first, we'll wait for the scorer's verdict on that one, Uh, Hughes got his glove on the ball and it bounded away to his right over toward the third baseline, and the Tigers have scored ten runs to make it twelve to nothing, the official scorer says that's a single, at an RBI for Willie Horton two men on horton on first cash is at second base it came on to score that time and here's jim northrup up and he's knocked in four runs already in this inning and has a chance to knock in three more that would be the maximum 12 to nothing detroit leading a 10 run surge by the tigers he swings a fly ball to left brock going back it's not deep enough he's there makes the catch in the corner Detroit Tigers get 10 runs on 7 hits. There were no errors. Two were left. And at the end of the first half, the third, it's Detroit 12, St. Louis nothing. Amy Reese along with Ernie Harwell here at Bush Stadium. The score, the Tigers 12. Yes, sir, I said 12. 12 to nothing. Over the Cardinals. McLean started this game for the Tigers. Looked real sharp. Washburn started for the Cardinals. Then came Jaster, Willis, and Hughes. And if we have about two or three minutes, Ernie or I will try to recap that (laughs) inning. (laughs) But (laughs) we're going to the bottom half of the third inning right now. Javier will be the first batter for the Cardinals. Tell you all about it, Ernie Harwell. Thank you, Pee-wee. Uh, Julian Javier now, the second baseman, batting in the third. The Tigers lead twelve to dubbing. Javier, Maxwell, and then uh, the pitcher, Hughes, scheduled to bat third. Julian Javier having a good series, batting 421. Swings as they drive to right. K-line is waiting. Goes to the glove side, makes the catch for the out. Javier retired on a fly ball to K-line. Now Maxwell will be the batter. Man hitting infielder, and he's looking for his first hit of the series. Bill Freeman, the Tiger catcher, uh, broke his uh, hip, his string, as he singled in the second. And so Now, Javier has a chance to do likewise here in the third. He takes the ball high. Maxwell, I beg your pardon. Javier uh, applied to uh, K-line in right. Maxwell the batter. And it's a ball high. 2-0 The count on him. Goes straight away on Dal Maxwell. McLean kicks and deals. Here's a strike call, two balls, one strike. Detroit 12, St. Louis nothing in the third. Swing and a miss, 2 2. Well, the pattern for the Tigers throughout the year with McLean pitching was that they scored a lot of runs for him. Nothing like this, though. No, sir. Here's a pitch. Swing and a foul out of play. Max Bell to And the count, 2-2. You're talking about Bill Freehand and Maxwell. But Freehand had gone 0 for 16 coming into today's game. Maxwell was 0 for 16. Bill, by his own admission, was messed up in his timing and looked bad at the plate. He's gotten his first hit. But Maxwell has looked sharp up there. He's hit the ball hard seven or eight times and just can't seem to find a hole. There's a ball outside, and the count on Dow now goes to 3-2. McLean ready to go to work again now. The full count pitch. Swung on, there's a drive to left center north of going over. He's there, makes the catch for the out. Maxwell retired on a fly to center field to Jim Northrop. Now Ricketts will come into bat for the pitcher Hughes at this spot. A switch batter will be batting left-handed against right-handed Danny McClain. He has not yet appeared in the World Series. Takes a strike and above the knees. Strike one on Ricketts. They batted 136 in the National League season. McLean kicks in the under the chin with a fastball. One and one. Joint 12, the Cardinals nothing, third inning. Now the motion and the 1-1 pitch on the way, curved down around the ankles, 2-1 and one on Rickett. The base is empty, two down. Ricketts leans in waiting, now swings and fouls it out of play on the third base side. Into the mezzanine seat from the count 2-2. Ricketts batting left-handed. Now the motion in the 2 2 delivery by McLean swung on a line shot to the field. A sharp single fielded now by Northrop. Ricketts in his uh, World Series debut, singles to center. That's the second hit off McLean. The other was a lead single by Sepater in the second. Now, Lou Brock comes to bat. Brock bounced out to McLean, his only time-up in this game. The leading hitter in the World Series, and what a great series he's had. Move Brock... is straight up the infield is a little bit up on him he swings his a drive to right taylor and backs up his air it's in his glove the side retired and at the end of three it's detroit 12 st louis nothing well the detroit tigers in game number six of the 1968 world series come in with two runs in the second ten more runs in the third and they lead the world champion st louis cardinals now 12 to nothing as we get ready to go into the fourth inning. And it's our pleasure to join you folks, and we'll all tune in and hear from Pee Wee Reese. All right, Ernie, thank you very much. Today's attendance, another nice crowd here in this 68 World Series, 54,692. Bill Freehand will be the first hitter for the Tigers. It'll be followed by Don Wirt and Denny McLean. Steve Carlton, left-hander, first pitch, a good fastball in there for call strike one. In case you just joined us, the Tigers scored 10 runs in the third inning, two in the second. They lead in this ball game by a score of 12 to nothing. Carlton curveball, little hopper out to Shannon, cuts over in front of Maxwell, over to Cepeda. And that's all for Bill Frehan. So Bill Frehan, after getting his first hit in this series, after going 0 for 16, and walked in that big third inning, goes out for the first time today. Don Worth has walked, hit by a pitch ball. Fish he had the up, and he fouls the first pitch straight back. Strike one. Worsman started for the Cardinals. Then came Jaster, Willis, Hughes, and now then Steve Carlton. One strike on Don that ball has popped up. Someone should have it. Maxwell comes in right at the pitcher's mound. Out of spot and takes it. For out number two. So quickly, Steve Carlton gets two outs here. And then in the claim Getting a nice hand by some and getting a few boos by others. Looking down to Tim McCarver. Here's the kick and the pitch. Swing on. Miss. Strike one. Game number six of the World Series. And it looks like it will be going to the seventh game tomorrow. Swing and a miss. Strike two. This is the 65th World Series. Two strikes on Denny McLean. He foul tipped it. And the National League teams have won four of the last five series and nine of the last 14. But the American League teams have a 38 to 26 margin in series competition. Swinging them a miss, strike three. That's all for Denny McLean and that's all for the Tigers in the bottom half to inning. So the score after three full innings. The Tigers 12, three and a half innings, the Tigers 12, the Cardinals nothing. Uh, going to the last half of the fourth inning, Detroit leads uh, St. Louis 12 to nothing. The Tigers got two runs in the second. Uh, they added 10 in the third, featuring a grand slam homer by Jim Northrup. Now, here's Pee Wee Reese. The first hitter, Kurt Flood, steps in there. He takes the first pitch. It's time inside ball one. It'll be Flood. Roger Maris and Cepeda. The Cardinals trying to get back into this ballgame. They trail 12 at up Denny McLean. Slow curve. Too high. Ball two. Blood came into this game. Six for 20, batting 300. He's lined out his first time up. Pass ball head off into right field. Al Kaline coming in. McAuliffe going back. McAuliffe calls for it and takes it one-handed. In bad territory out of in short right field. As Kaline came over, Norm Cash went out, but McAuliffe caught it. It's always much easier for the second baseman to take that ball the same way to the left field line for the shortstop to take it. And that's what he did. It's one away, and Roger Maris, the hitter. Roger coming in this series batting 083. He granted out his first time up. Takes the first pitch. It's high outside ball one. Denny McLean, who won 31 games during the season, has lost two in this series looking for his first win. Curveball. In there for call strike one. One ball and one strike. Bill Haller, the umpire behind home plate. Bill Freeman giving the sign. McLean, as a rule, pitches pretty fast. The one-and-one one pitch to Maris. Grounder out to if It goes off his glove out the right field. Maris makes the turn at first. Kalen up with the ball. And let's see what they give Maris on that one. The ball was hit hard. Roger Maris, a base hit. And you can see, or you can hear, the fans here, even though there are most of them, are Cardinal fans, do not like the call. Roger Maris on it first. Cepeda, the hitter. He's one for one today. Swinging in, strike one. has had a hot bat lately. One strike on him. McClane the kick. The ball has popped up. Downward. At third, Mickey Stanley comes over and says, I'll take it and takes it for out number two. Jim McCarver. Right after right field, his first time up. Having a good series. 7 for 20 coming in today's game. Batting 350. McCarver takes a curveball. It's a little high. Ball one. This is Tim's third series. He went from one extreme to the other in his two series. Leading both clubs and hitting 478 and 64. And last year dropping to 125. This year is good year. Swinging a foul. Straight back. And they count one ball and one strike on Tim McCarver. The score: the Tigers 12, the Cardinals nothing. Win the bottom half the fourth inning here at Busch Stadium. Pee Wee Reese and Ernie Harwell bringing you today's game, the sixth game of the World Series. Some enjoying it. I'm sure some people not. There's a ball hit hard off the left field line, but it's foul. McCarver hits a lot of balls. Down that left field line and left center. Martin in left field plays him just about like a right-handed hitter. Knosser plays him straight away, and so does Kalan in right field. One ball, two strikes on coverage. Two away. We have a runner at first base in Roger Maris. McLean set the kick. Fastball, too high. Two and two to the count. It must uh, be sort of a rough feeling when you're on a ball club and you're down 12 to 0. I mean, it's got to get back in there. Yes, I would think you're right. (laughs) You've had that feeling once in a while with the Brooklyn, didn't you? Well, I can remember being a coach in the 1959 World Series with the Dodgers against the White Sox. And the White Sox beat us something like 11-1 in the first game. And I'm telling you, it was a little embarrassing to go out to that third-base coaching line. In there for a call strike three, McLean gets McCarver looking. And that's all for the Cardinals in the bottom half of the fourth inning. So let's go after four four innings. The Tigers, 12, and the Cardinals, nothing. Dick McAuliffe leading things off for the Tigers here. The first pitch by Steve Carlton was low and outside. Just got the outside corner for strike one. Here's the second pitch. Just a little bit low. Makes it count. One ball and one strike. 12 runs, nine hits for the Tigers. No runs, three hits for the Cardinals. McAuliffe, this is his fourth time he's been up today takes a pitch did in there for Carl strike two one ball and two strikes in the first inning he struck out and he walked twice in the big third inning when the Tigers scored ten runs he started the inning off of the walk he got one the second time up in the inning on an intentional pass a swing and a miss and Carlton strikes him out that's the second strikeout for Steve Carlton fans remember Carlton. The start of this year, he was seven and one before going to the All-Star game. He was an All-Star pitcher. Then he ran into a little trouble. They took him out of rotation, but he's looked sharp here today. Mickey Stanley, the hitter, the first pitch in there for call strike one. One strike on Mickey Stanley. He flat out, single in the third inning, and also hit into a force out in the third inning one ball one strike on Mickey Stanley he's five for 20 in the series one ball one strike it's one away grounder after the shortstop Maxwell he's up with the ball over to Cepeda and that's all for Mickey Stanley And Steve Carlton still looks sharp having quite a series for himself he's two for three today curveball in there for call strike one 381 coming in today's game you will boost that average up a little bit a one strike pitch to Kalon did he get him? just missed him breaking pitch inside makes the count one ball and one strike The four pitchers by the Cardinals in the third inning. Tied another series record. Been done five times previously. There's a ball hit hard out of left field. That ball could be gone. A home run for Al Kaline. congratulated by his teammates over there in the dugout and what a series he's having Norm Cash the Lions went out in the right field for a base and Roger Marisola cuts the ball off and Cash goes down to first base and holds right there that was k second home run in the series he's had two doubles Norm Cash having a fine series let's see Three straight hits, and now so does Cash. Six hits between them. Willie Hart pops it up. Should be all. But the Tigers' Max Maxwell takes it for the third out, and that's all for Willie Harton. But after four and a half innings of play, the Tigers now lead in this ball game by a score of 13 to nothing. Ernie Harwell and Thierry Reese in St. Louis. By the way, Joe DiMaggio makes a 17-day tour of the military hospitals in the Pacific, along with three active players at the close of the season, ship arranged by Commissioner of Baseball William D. Eckert in cooperation with the Department of Defense and USO. Rick Mundy of the Athletics, Ron Klein of Pittsburgh, Ron Taylor of the Mets. will go along with Mr. DiMaggio. Thank you, Ernie. Mike Shannon. Things on the first pitch and fouls it back. Ernie, listen to this. We've given a lot of records and tied records. McAuliffe, with two base on balls in the third inning, one intentional, had a series record done only once previously. Guess who it was? Huey Reese? No. <laughs> no? Lefty Gomez of the Yankees in 1937. <laughs> That's the upset of the day right there. <laughs> Lefty Gomez. He was not noted for his hitting. And somebody made a couple of real big mistakes there. I think they walked him on purpose, do you? Uh, I don't think so. Two strikes on Mike Shannon. Fastball high on inside by Denny McLean. McLean all the way. But the Tigers We're in the bottom half of the fifth inning. He has given up no runs. Three hits. The Tigers had 13. And Shannon did not look good on that swing. It was a slider. High on outside, he just kind of waved at it. his second strikeout in this game he has not walked a man and that brings up Javier who flat out to right field his first time up Danny McLean on the mound for the Tigers on the year 31 and 6 I know in those first two games he was disappointed but today he has looked sharp it'll be tough for him to lose this one we're in the bottom half of the fifth in Breaking pitch, high and outside. Ball one. The sixth game of the World Series. The seventh game, if needed. We'll be here tomorrow, right in Bush City. Pitch is too high, ball two. And Ernie Harwell now will be right back here to bring you that game. And the pitchers should be. We'll know, we know one of them. That'll be Bob Gibson. Has already won two games he won three games in the days last year against the Red Sox
1: and we think it'll be lowly
0: for the Tigers ball hit hard down takes it off a line drive right at word at third. So it's two up and two down here in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Dal Maxwell still looking for his. First base hit in this series. Now I said last time, and I'll say it again. He's hit about eight or nine balls hard, but cannot find the hole. McLean comes side on. It's in there for strike one. Sash at first. McAuliffe at second. Stanley at short. Word at third. Harton in left. Northup in center. And Kalen in right. Breaking pitch outside. One ball and one strike. Freehand doing the catching. McLean on the mound. kick by McClain. The pitch is fouled straight back on the count on is One ball and two strikes. The attendance today, 54,692. The kick by McClain. Breaking pitch outside. Fouled off the right by Maxwell. And the count remains. One ball and two strikes. game that was yesterday, Ernie. I think that was without a doubt one of the finest World Series games I ever saw. Well, the Tigers showed uh, the kind of uh, season form they had coming from behind to win that one. There's a ball head out in the right field. Al Kaline-Goal, can he catch it? It's just foul. feel like I'm kind of rooting for this shortstop, Bernie, but, you know, I always got to feel sorry for these fellows when they don't get a base hit. There's a the ball just one foot more to the left, and he has himself a double. Well, that's the pattern of these Apollo uh, all uh, series. He's, uh, as you say, hit it, but it just hadn't dropped in for him, so it will sooner or later. One ball, two strikes. On Dow, Max two away. When the bottom half, he McLean kicks that leg, comes on and Maxwell fouls another one. Forrest Reddy's fouled off. I mean, you know, some of the uh, real great stars of baseball uh, have had uh, bad World Series. Ty Cobb, for instance, never uh, had uh, much of a record in World Series play, and yet he was considered one of the great competitors of all time. Radio 76, this is WJR, Detroit. Over, look out. Al catches it. not the same place the It was an Al with just a little bit. So that's all for down Maxman, all for the Cardinals in the bottom half of the fifth inning. So after five bullings, the Tigers, 13, the Cardinals, nothing. Pee Wee Commissioner Eckert has announced that smugglers Ken Harrelson and Ernie Banks will head up a delegation of major leaguers who tour Vietnam service bases in November. Upon arrival in Vietnam, the group will split into two units to enable them to visit as many outposts as possible. And other major leaguers on the trip are Ron Swoboda, Larry Jackson, and Pete Rickert. Cardinal General Manager Bing Devine and Public Relations Director Al Flashman will accompany the players. Well, the Tigers lead at the end of five. It is now a regulation game come what may in the weather department. That was uh, quite a worry for officials here before the game got underway. It's 13 to nothing. Detroit leading, going to the sixth inning. Here's Pee Wee again. Backyard, Steve Carlton, facing Jim Nather The first pitch by. A curveball in there for call strike one. Nather struck out in the second. Hit a grand slam home run in the third inning. He tries to check spring, swing. Hits a line drive. Foul down the third baseline. Quickly, Carlton gets two strikes on him. Over to retrieve the ball, Lou Brock. And it's been all Tigers today. Thirteen runs on eleven hits. The Cardinals no runs against Denny McLean, and he's given up three hits. That pitch is a little bit low of a Carlton. One ball and two strikes. Nauset will be followed by Bill Freehan and Downward. Top half the sixth inning. Carlton kicks, and he has a big one. That ball is fouled off the left. Calvary remains one ball and two strikes. For the Cardinals, Cepeda at first. Javier at second. Maxwell at short. Shannon at third. Brock and left. fled in center. Maris in right. McCarver doing the catching and Carlton doing the pitching. The big kick. And here it comes. Bates now falls it hard out into center field. Blood can not come up with it. Thought he may have a chance. But Northup gets his second hit in this ball game. And the Tigers are at it again. Bill freehand. Singled, walked, and grounded out. Got his first base hit today. He is now one for 18 in the series. Carlton, first pitch to him. is inside the ball one. Tony Cuccinella coaching down at third base for the Tigers over at first base, Wally Moses. Curveball in there, call strike one. Johnny Sane, a lot of you people remember. The great pitcher used to be with the Braves, Sane, and Spawn. There's a high fly out into right field. Roger Maris coming in. Out there, there, but pulls away and lets Maris take it. So it's one away. Johnny Sane, the pitching coach for the Tigers. That brings up downward. He checks with coach Tony Cuccinella down at third. Jim Notham at first base Carlton looks over at North at the kick a fastball sinking fastball low and outside ball one Wood is walked hit by a pitch and popped to the shortstop Maxwell here's the kick the pitch curveball not in there 2-0 and over in the cardinal dugout with the jacket on, thinking about tomorrow's game, I imagine. Carlton oh, posed to Making sure that North did not get too far off of that 13 to nothing lead. Fastball, ball. High and outside ball three. Ernie has lowly pitched very much during the season with two days rest. No, I don't uh, recall that he has. Uh, he, he was in the bullpen in the middle part of the year after sort of a, a good start. And then he uh, fell off a little bit, and Mayo put him in the bullpen and brought him back. Well, when they put him in the bullpen, he wasn't pitching too well, was no, he? No, he was pitching uh, badly after a pretty good start. He came on strong at the end. Won 11 straight games. Ball hit hard. It's going foul down the third baseline by Don Worth. Now the checks at second. Coming back to first. Lolich has had a pattern of uh, pitching uh, well in the spring and uh, well in the last part of the season and not too well in the middle part. Last couple of years he's been that way. You yes. ever ask him why? Well, we've asked him, but nobody <laughs> knows the answer. <laughs> I bet he'd like to know. <laughs> yeah. They pick North the ball. Cepeda's so running through second. He throws the ball to Maxwell. Now then, Carlton oh, gets in the picture and hit North up in the air with the ball. McCarver chased the ball down. They must have ruled they did. Tom Gorman, the at first base, ruled in offense by Jim Martha. That's a way to get him out, Ernie. The play went from one to three to six to one, in case you're keeping score. It makes it two away. What he did, (laughs) Northrop was was watching the throw and the throw came to, as the ball hit out into short right field, Cepeda going back underneath the ball and takes it for the third out. Well, that's all for Don Wert. That's all for the Tigers in the top half of the sixth inning. The score after five and a half innings of play, it's the Tigers 13, the Cardinals nothing. Well, Pee-Wee on that interference play, North was called. That looked like a few elbows flying around there, didn't it? Yeah, I was starting to try to explain it when uh, we had the last out and had to get out of the inning. But when the, when the ball was thrown, North was looking back at Maxwell. And as soon as he released the ball, the ball was not thrown too hard. They had him easily. And he just, like a bird, he raised his elbows up, hit the ball, and the umpire, Tom Bowman right down on top of it, said, no dice, Jim, you're out have Bob Tolan up here as a pitch batter, see we? Tolan will be batting for Steve Carlton, who did a fine job. But great. Batting for Steve Carlton. Bobby Tolan takes the first pitch from Denny McLean. It's outside. Ball one. So we've seen five pitches for the Cardinals today. Now we'll see 6 we'll wait and see who it is coming in. Here's Bobby Tolan. one back caps one ball and one strike Tolan batted at 230. guys jim you're out well we're going to have bob Tolan up here to pick batter see we Tolan will be batting for steve carlton who did a fine job but great batting for steve carlton bobby Tolan takes the first pitch from denny McLean. it's outside ball one so we've seen five pitches for the cardinals today now we'll see six Wait and see who it is coming in. Here's Bobby Tolan. Fouls one back, caps one ball and one strike. Tolan batted 230. Fouls one back, caps one ball and one strike. Tolan batted 230. During the season, he's a switch hitter. I would say that this fella may not be the base runner that Lou Brock is, but he has the same kind of speed with Roger Maris retiring after this year. This fella has a real good shot at that right field position. Fastball in there The call strike two. And Ernie, you put Bach and Flood and Tolan in an outfield. Maybe he had to be a 22 shot out there to get a base hit. In ain't that The one and two pitch by Denny McLean is fouled off the left. And the count remains one and two. Tigers scored two in the second inning. 10 in the third and 1 in the fifth. The Cardinals have failed to touch home plate. 13 to nothing. Tigers over the Cardinals. The changeup. It's popped up. Arm Cash going over. He can't get it. One ball, two strikes on Bobby Troller. Pinching for Steve Carlton here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. The sixth game of the World Series. The seventh game, if needed, will be played right here tomorrow at Busch Stadium. A zip fastball and a swing and a miss, and just threw the ball right by Bobby Tolan. Surprisingly, it's the only the third strikeout by Denny McLean. One away. Lou Brockton and Bill Haller, the umpire. Steps out and holds up his hand and calls time. He was not ready. Everybody else was, but Bill wasn't. Bill Haller. The brother of Tom Haller. Fine catcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Curveball McLean bounces out in front of home plate. One ball. Lou Brock has not been on today. He has seven stolen bases in this series. Had his own record. Imagine if he gets on, he'd like to have eight to break his own record. There's a foul. Straight back. One ball, one strike on Lou Brock. He also has 14 uh, for the World Series, and uh, if he can uh, steal one more, make it 15, he'll... uh... Break the World Series record for that is career steals in a World Series. That record was held by Eddie Collins. Pretty fair country ball player. And there's a foul, straight back. One ball, two strikes on Lubuck. Kurt blood in that arm deck circle over there taking that stance of his like he does all the time. When the pitcher's pitching, he's always taking practice swings. This is something he was taught at high school by his high school coach, and he still doesn't. He's one of the hardest workers on this Cardinal ball club. He's always taking batting practice, extra batting practice. And it pays off for him. Gets firm 200 hits every year. There's a ball head after to the second baseman the ball. Takes a bat out. Over his head. K-line. And he retrieves the ball. Brock makes a turn at first. And it will have to be a base hit for Brock. Yes sir, he's got his shot at him now, well, the Tigers have a 13 to nothing lead, Rock on first base, and you can hear the rumbling in the crowd, this fellow seems to excite you whether you're failing 13 runs or game is tied up, there's a fastball to flood in there for call strike one, one away. steps not too big of a lead he made a bluff but he didn't intend to go but when he decides to go he gets up bigly one of the biggest leads i've ever seen by a, a base dealer not in will the both very dang over there as my old baseball coach used to tell me you may as well get thrown out at first a good second Brock makes another the drop and flood fouls went off the right again. Two strikes on Kurt Flood. And the fans want to see him go. You think hitting behind uh, Brock makes Flood a better hitter getting all those fastballs? You better believe it. <laughs> Two strikes on Kirk. And the fans are hollering for Brock to go. He did not go and it's popped up, but no chance for Bill Freehand. two strikes on foot but in the bottom half the sixth inning the Tigers 13 the Cardinals nothing yes sir 13 10 big runs in the third inning McLean <laughs> the, the kick but now another off down the right field line and another thing Brock on that first base Getting ready to steal. We can see looking out here in the, at the shortstop Stanley. He's way over toward the bag. So is McAuliffe. Gives Flood a few more holes to hit it through that infield, too. Swinging and miss on a curveball. is what Ernie was talking about. It looked like Brock was not going. So McLean decided to try Flood on a curveball. And he struck him out. So it's two away. two strikeouts here in the sixth inning his third and fourth of the game and Roger Maris to the hitter two away Brock on it first fastball two high ball one 13-12-0 and 0 for the Tigers 0-4-1 for the Cardinals and Bach has not given any indication that he's going to try to steal a base up out into right field. Al Kalon coming in. McAuliffe going back. McCall calls for it and takes it. And that's all for Roger Maris and that's all for the Cardinals in the bottom half of six innings. So the score after six four innings, it's still the Tigers 13 and the Cardinals nothing. Got a new pitcher now for the Cardinals uh, Wayne Granger, the right-hander. This will be his World Series debut for Mr. Granger, a tall right-hander coming on now to do the pitching. Ron Davis and uh, Granger were the only two Cardinals uh, before the series started who had not seen the series competition. Uh, Davis has played in uh, two or three games, so Granger now comes in to get his baptism of fire against the Tigers. Denny McLean will lead off. The Tigers have a 13 to nothing lead of the Cardinals in the seventh inning. McLean is hit double play, sacrificed, and struck out. Right-hander, Granger, ready to go to work. He got arms him, swing a miss by Denny, strike one. Granger is from uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. He's 24 years old. And when he lived up there, he used to root for the New York Giants. Here's a cut and a miss by Denny McLean, strike two. McLean without a hit in the World Series competition, 0 for 5. Limited the Cardinals to only four hits this afternoon. ball out of play in the dirt back of the plate. The Tigers got two runs in the second to lead 2-0. Then they broke the game wide open. With 10 in the third, they sent 15 batters to the plate in that third inning. They scored another one in the fifth. Here's the ball outside. 1-2 and in the fifth inning. K-Line's home run scored the run. The big blow and the 10-run surge in the third was a grand slam by Jim Northrup. Now the 1-2 pitch by Granger. Curveball struck him out. He swung and missed and is a strikeout victim. Now Granger will pitch to the top of the Tiger batting order, Dick McCarlin. Dick is struck out twice and walked twice. And two walks came in the third inning and he scored two runs in that inning as they tap foul and out of play off the shin guards of McCarver in the third inning for the Tigers the first six batters scored a run and the first ten had a perfect batting percentage so there was a couple of walks a hit batter and a sacrifice in there Here's the wind-up in the pitch. It's in close for the ball, one and one on McCullough. Oh. Oh. Detroit 13, St. Louis nothing in the seventh inning. Lanky right-hander Wayne Granger delivers. Watch out. In close it almost cutting. him. Two balls, one strike. That's the count on McCullough. Runs batted in for Detroit. Kaylin has four, Northrop four. Cash two, Horton two. And freehand one. Waiting on a 2-1 delivery. McCarless takes a ball. Oh, 3-1 to count on him. Ranger joined the cards in May at the last of May this year, coming up from Salsa. Now picks up his sign from McCarver, ready to go to work. It's a 3-1 count on McCarless, and here's the pitch. Walked in, ball four, in close. The third walk to McCullough. It's the first issued by Granger. Well, the Tigers have picked up a total of seven walks in the game, along with their 12 hits. And here is Mickey Stanley. He's fly to right, single, hit into a fourth and bounced to shortstop. Batting 217 for the series now, five for 23. And the outfield playing him a little bit to right. McCullough edging off. The pitch is a ball in close. He checked his swing. Ball one. Infield and double play depth, max is short, Javier second, the fader first, Shannon the third baseman. In the outfield, the Cardinals have Brock in left, Blood and Sutter Maris in right. McCarver catching, and Granger is the pitcher. Swing and a miss by Stanley, one and one. The Cardinals have used six pitchers. They started with Washburn, Gaster in the third, Willis in the third, Hughes in the third, Carlton in the fourth, and Granger in the seventh. Carlton the most effective. He went three innings, about one run and three hits. The home run by K-Line. Tap foul in the dirt, back of the plate. Towards the screen, one and two on Stanley. Cloudy skies. The weatherman says we'll have better weather tomorrow. In fact, it might be raining now. I see a lot of people putting on the raincoats. They a tap to short. Maxwell has it over to Javier for one. They relay the relay to first to a Double play by the Cardinals. Innings over. And at the end of six and one half inning, it's Detroit. 13, St. Louis nothing. Cepeda hits the first pitch in the last half of the seventh. The fly ball to K-Line, who makes the catch. And there's one pitch and one out in the Cardinals seventh with the Tigers leading 13 to nothing. Raining at the Bush Stadium. A lot of the customers have headed for shelter. And uh, the others in the unprotected seats, with their umbrellas and raincoats in evidence. And here's the catcher for the Cardinals, Tim McCarver, who's finally right and struck out. Well, the St. Louis team has not moved a man past first base. They've had four singles off Denny McClain. 13 to nothing, Detroit leads. McClain delivers. Here's a looping drive to right. It may drop in. K-line charges plays it on one hop. It's a single from McCarver. At this first hit, is the fifth hit for St. Louis. So the Cards have a man on and a man out of the seventh inning. The Tigers lead 13 to nothing in the sixth game of the World Series. And the Cardinal third baseman, right-handed batting Mike Shannon, steps in. He's banged into a double play and fanned. Infield again in double play depth on him. And the outfield away. There's a strike on the outside corner. McLean. uh, Obviously, throwing a lot better than he did in his first two outings. Now, the set by the Maestro, and he delivers an inside pitch that swung on and missed. Strike two. Tigers broke it open with a 10-run surge in the third inning. After scoring two in the second, they added another one in the fifth. 13 to nothing. It's a foul ball that will be out of play, first base side. Strike two of the count on Shannon. McLean has not walked anybody. He's planned a total of four. Generally, Pee-Wee, I'd say he's more of a strikeout pitcher than that. I would think so. He's kind of coasting a little bit now, but he's had good stuff. I think this is the best I've seen him have control-wise in the the two games he's pitched in the series. Now the set, the pitch, spot on fastball is fouled away. McLean set the all-time Tigers strikeout record of leaving the old record of Newhouse in the regular season. Now well, those scrambles for foul balls get a little tough when you got those umbrellas punching you in the sides and the face. Strike two, that's a count on Shannon. McLean checks his sign. One on, one out. The pitch, cap, foul, the dirt, back of the plate. Good weather for tomorrow. It's an off and on rain throughout the day here in St. Louis. McCarver on first base, one out. Tigers lead 13 to nothing. There's a ball outside. He sidearmed him and missed the far corner. Outfield play, Shannon straight up. by Javier. And McLean, the Tiger right-handed deals again. There's a bounding ball, deep shortstop. Stanley clubs it. What a play. Throw the second. He threw the ball away. It's out of the glove of McCall. back back into short right center. And the runners will move up. On to third goes McCarver. Holds there. And on to second goes to Baddard Shannon. He made a great stop, Peewee, and almost uh, made the play. I've seen Stanley, and of course I've seen him play center field, and he's a great center field, and I think this is the reason he could become a real good shortstop, because he gets such a terrific break on a ball. There's a ball. I can see the mark out there in the shortstop, how far he went for it. He gets a terrific jump. When that ball is it, I thought he had no chance to come up with it, and maybe with a good throw at second base, he may have forced the Carver at second. So now the Titans have their first threat. They've got runners at second and third and one out. And the batter, Javier, hits the ground ball to where He checks his runners back and throws him out with a throw over to Cash at first. Two down and no advance. Down Maxwell coming to bat. He tried to center, and then uh, Kaline made a great running catch on a foul fly to get him in the fifth inning. Stanley's made two errors in this series, and both uh, really penalized his uh, extra effort. The wind up by McLean. the pitch is a ball low to Maxwell. the other error stanley made was on a ball that got by word he uh, grabbed it and uh, uh, then made the error allowing the batter to get the second base here's the wind up and the pitch it's a ball low two and oh. talking about that error, i didn't think that was uh i don't think he should have had an error on that ball i don't remember the one you talked about i think it was in the first or second game the 2-0 pitch coming up to Maxwell. He swings with a fly ball to right. Kalon over, should get it. He's near the line and makes the catch, retiring the Cardinals in their seventh. No runs on two hits, one Detroit error, two are left. At the end of seven, it's the Tigers 13, the Cardinals nothing. Well, Ernie, I have another little gem here for you. I know you're glad to hear this. The biggest shutout score in series history. Yankees 12, the Pirates nothing at Pittsburgh, sixth game, 1960. How about that? Well, so far the uh, Tigers have one up on them. <laughs> but it's not over yet. We don't know what those Cardinals are going to do in the last two. And we're still getting uh, rain here at Bush Memorial Stadium. Tigers coming to bat in the eighth inning. Detroit broke a scoreless tie with two runs in the second on a walk to cash, a double by Horton and a single by Freehand. And then they ripped in for 10 runs, sending 15 batters to the plate in the third inning. And that featured a Grand Slam home run by Jim Northam. Kaline home it in the fifth inning for the 13th a Tiger run. And McLean, meanwhile, has blanked the Cardinals with no runs and six singles. The Cardinals ready to pitch to Al Kaline. Kaline has four RBIs. Two singles and a home run. He struck out the only time they got him out. That was in the first inning. It's a ball that hits him. And I believe it got him on the left elbow. Kaline is hit on the left elbow. He seems to be in pain. He is up now and walking to first base and bill beam the tiger center is trotting right behind him as k-line goes into the trot to first base he's uh, rubbing that left elbow that stings a little bit ernie i've had that it'll hurt for a while a little bit longer it may hurt a little bit more tomorrow but i'm sure that bill the trainer there may spray a little something on it it's hey, been uh, injury prone throughout his career but he always stays in there and gives them a real battle. Norman Cash will be the next man up for Detroit. Tigers lead 13 to nothing. It's the eighth inning. Cash has had a walk and three singles. He's had a perfect afternoon, three for three. Scored uh, two runs and knocked in two. Murky skies now, we're still playing in the rain. The bounding ball to Cepeda knocks it down neatly and touches first base for the out on Cash. K-line takes second. A good stop by Orlando Cepeda who was uh, breaking toward the bag on the pitch. K-line moved to second, the first time the Cardinals have retired cash this afternoon. And uh, here's the big slugger from Detroit, Willie Horton. A double, a walk, a single, and he's popped a shortstop. Horton has two runs batted in. Tigers have two home runs uh, in this uh, 13 to nothing lead. The grand slam by Northup for the base is empty, home run by K-line. So they lead the Cardinals in home runs now eight to six in the series. ball that hit him, it got him on the hand, I believe. He tried to move back, and Horton is hit by the pitch. Oh, that'll put two on. One out, and the batter will be Northam. Wayne Granger, the pitcher for the Cardinals. He throws sidearm a Sanker. The ball kind of runs in on a right-handed hitter he gets inside, you have to get out of there, bail out of there, because that ball just keeps coming right in on top of you, as it did on k and Hart. Both those uh, Tiger hitters crowd the plate a little bit, too, so it's not too surprising that they get hit. Here's uh, Northrop swinging, hitting ground ball to Granger. He throws to Maxville, one out. Renegade is to fade double play by the Cardinals, and that's all for the Tigers. At the end of seven and a half innings, Detroit 13, Cardinals nothing. They're going to the bottom half of the eighth inning they coming out of there for the Cardinals. John Edwards, We've had a few changes in the Detroit lineup. Jim Nossett gone from center field over to left field. Stanley's gone from shortstop out to center field. And Ray Otter has come in to play shortstop. And John Edwards coming here to bat. Or the pitcher Wayne Granger. Tell you all about it, Ernie Harlow. Come on, Ernie. Thank you, T. Uh, Edwards, the former Cincinnati Red catcher, hit 239 uh, for the season. Left-hand batter against Denny McLean and takes the ball high. John Edwards, left-hand batting catcher. 13-0, Tigers lead. How's it out of the middle? Bill Freehand? 1-1, one one, the count on John. is fouled out of play. Back at the plate. One ball, two strikes on the native of Columbus, Ohio. John Edwards. Edwards was a top hitter in the World Series uh, when the Cincinnati team played the Yankees. in 61. That is 364. Tigers lead 13 to nothing. at the eighth inning. The Cardinals are
1: about
0: Swing and a foul ball. Out of play. Back at third. The third-pitch header that uh, manager Red Chandy has uh, used in the number nine spot. No pitcher so far has been the bat for the Cardinals in this game. The one-two delivery now. Swung on and missed. He struck him out. Number five for McClain. And we're getting a much heavier rain now at Bush Memorial Stadium. Blue Brock. On the verge of uh, setting uh, stolen base records in the World Series, steps up. Brock has one for three, been the top hitter in the series. Playing in a heavy rain in St. Louis, Brock's average is now exactly 500. 12 for 24. He swings and pops a foul that'll be out of play on the third base side. Freehand coming over, but it's just behind the Tiger Dugas. Well, the umpires have called time here, and play will be suspended. It's the eighth inning, and the counties strike one. Blue Brock. Well, the Tigers and the Cardinals are headed for the shelter of their dugouts. The total so far here in the eighth inning, Detroit has 13 runs on 12 hits and one error. Well, the St. Louis Cardinals, no runs on six hits and one error. And we'll just have to wait and see what the weather conditions will be. Whether this game can be resumed or whether it will be called right at this point. Well, we've got the Tigers taking the field again, or so it looks as if we'll have resumption of action. Here's the situation. We're in the eighth inning, the sixth game of the World Series of 1968. The Detroit Tigers are trying to get the series even. Uh, they are leading the defending champions, the St. Louis Cardinals, by a score of 13 to nothing. The Cardinals are adding to the eighth inning. They've got Lou Brock at the plate. Strike one is the count on Brock. One man out and nobody on. So far, uh, Brock has uh, not come up to the home plate area. Denny McClain has completed his tune-up tosses. McClain has gone all the way. He has scattered uh, six Cardinals singles. Only in one inning have the Cardinals had two hits. That was in the seventh when McCarver and Shannon put together back-to-back singles. So well, the skies are still cloudy, but the rain has subsided. And the totals right now, 13 runs, 12 hits, and one error for Detroit. The Cardinals have no runs, six hits, and one error. Play stopped uh, unofficially at 321. It is now 409 here in St. Louis. And the Cowleys strike one, Brock steps in again. He's had a single in three turns at bat against Denny McClain this afternoon. Now Denny, the Tiger right-hander, into action, and he delivers Brock swings and misses. And the County strike two on low. Seemed as if that rain would not stop, but it has. Well, Brock stepped back in the batter's box now. McLean kicks to the mid. Here's a let up pitch that's over the plate for low. One ball, two strikes. Work still laying in a little bit close at third base, despite the one two count. McLean peering in, getting his sign. Now the wind up and the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. He's struck out on a high harder. That is the sixth out for Denny McLean. He struck out too many here in the eighth inning. And now there are two down and nobody on, and Kurt Flood, the right-handed batting center fielder, stepped in. It's the ball very hard. The first 50-line to shortstop Mickey Stanley. Then the next time, he popped the second. In the fourth inning, he struck out in the sixth inning. Ball outside, a sidearm pitch from Denny McLean. Tigers lead 13 to nothing. The Cardinals have two out and nobody on. It's the eighth inning. There's a foul fly out of play, one and one. The lights have been on throughout this game. And most of the time, they've been much needed. Maris is waiting at the on-deck circle. Here's the motion by McLean. to pitch. Curveball strike. Big motion. He changed up. Got the curve across. On a one-two Kirk Flood. Here it is. Fastball, swung on, hit the right field in the air. Kline there waiting. It's in his glove on the side, retired. The end of eight. Detroit, thirteen. St. Louis, nothing. In the top half the ninth nice inning. The Tigers. Late in this ball game, I'm sure that you know, but now thirteen to nothing. They have thirteen runs on twelve hits. The Cardinals have no runs on six hits. Denny McLean is just three outs away from pitching a shutout here for the Tigers in this sixth game. We have a new pitcher, Mel Nelson, a left-hander. He will be facing Bill Freehand, Don Worth, and Denny McLean record for the season. He won two and he lost one. A real good on average average, 2.89. He started four games. Well, Ernie, going in the ninth inning. Bill and the first hitter. Come on back in here. And this is the seventh pitcher today that the Red Saints has used. Washburn, Gaster in the third, Willis in the third, Hughes in the third, Carlton in the fourth, Granger in the seventh. He was the most effective. He allowed uh, no runs. And no hits in two innings. And now Mel Nelson, the 32-year-old left hander takes over in the ninth. Nelson is the gentleman who started with the Cardinals back in 1954 as an outfielder. And then uh, switched to uh, pitching uh, in the minors in 59. And the Cardinals got him back from the Minnesota minor league system. Left-handed pitching to freehand. And the Tiger catcher takes a ball in close. Ball one. Freehand is single to walk, bounce to third and fly to right. His single in the second inning is his only hit in the series kick on the pitch. He swings, Is a high pop-up, back of shortstop, going back, Maxville, waving away Brock, and the shortstop, Maxville makes the catch. One up fan, one away in the Tiger ninth inning, Detroit leading 13 to nothing over the Cardinals. Don Wirt will be the batter. He's walked and hit by a pitch, Popped to short, and fouled out to first base. A strike on the inside corner. A curveball broke over. Wirt, the little right hand batter from Pennsylvania. Takes the ball in the dirt. One and one. That's the count on him. Tigers lead 13 to nothing in the sixth game of the World Series. Ninth inning. One out, none on. Wirt looks at a ball in close. It bounds out of the middle of McCarver. Two and one to count on him. Also, have been met property. Remember the Angels in Minnesota. High pop up out toward third base. Right near third is Shannon. Makes a catch in third territory by a foot. Work is out. There, two down. Ninth inning, Tigers lead the Cardinals 13 to nothing, and the Tiger pitcher, Denny McLean, comes to bat. Now, Denny has pitched a strong ball game after two unsuccessful starts. He was 0 and 2 coming into this game. He has scattered uh, six cardinal hits and blanked them so far. He faces Nelson and as the batter takes a strike. Nelson gave him a fastball on the inside corner. Now the windup and the pitch. McLean popped it foul out of play. Strike two. Detroit broke the scoreless tie with two runs in the second. They added 10 runs in the third to lead 12 to nothing. And then Kaline got him the 13th run with a home run in the fifth inning. They lead now 13 to nothing in the ninth inning. The wind-up, the strike-two pitch, stuck in, out swinging, and the side out in order. So we go to the last half tonight in game number six, and the Tigers 13, the Cardinals nothing. Kimi Reese, Ernie Harwell, the last chance for the Cardinals They trails, 13-0 in this ball game. Roger Maris, the first hitter. And Ernie, is that fellow Dick back helping you with the producer Sandy Kofak's show? Oh, he's been a big help. There's a foul ball out of play. Off the bat of Maris. Strike one. He's moved a couple of pencils one way or the other and rearranged some books over there very well. Strike one to count on Maris. He's had one for three in this game, two hits in the series. McLean delivers. It's a ball in close. One and one on Rod outfield deep to right the uh, weather a good bit cooler now after the rainy stop swinging a fly ball to center field here comes stanley he can't get it it'll drop in front of him on the soggy third fan Maris has his second hit. he's the only cardinal with two hits today that is number seven off benny mcclain they've all been singles the battle will be orlando cepeda tigers lead 13 to nothing it's the ninth inning with the Redbirds at bat Cepeda singled his first time up. That was in the second inning. He was erased on the double play. Off to short. Wide to right. He's batting 250 for the series. Swing and a miss on a fastball at her high. Strike one on Orlando Cepeda. Man on first, Maris. They're not bothering about him with a 13-run lead. The takes the sidearm fastball outside one and one. 13 to nothing, Detroit ahead. Denny McLean trying to hold him off here in the ninth inning. He scattered seven singles and not allowed a run. Not walked anybody. And he struck out six. Change up, hit on the line, drive to left for base hit. Maris checks in and holds it second. Northup fires the ball behind him to. McAuliffe, and the Cardinals have two men on and nobody out. Man on first, Tepeda. Man on second, Maris. Next up, Tim McCarver with a to right, a strikeout, and a single. Well, that's the eighth hit for St. Louis. The second inning in which they picked up two. Time the Cardinals have moved demand past first base. Now the left hand of adding McCarver bent at the knees, leaning and waiting. The pitch is on the way, it's taken for a ball. Cepeda <laughs> the runner first, Maris the runner second. Ninth inning, Tigers lead 13 to nothing in the sixth game. Ready delivers. Here's a cut and a foul tip off the pouring hand of Bill Freehand. Now Bill Beam, the tiger trainer, is called out. It's like he got it on uh, maybe that index finger, Pee Wee. Yeah. Just saw that Trainer Bill Beam pulled his finger. He probably got hit on the one of his fingers, which it helps sometimes to give it a little yank. Hurts, but it, it helps out, out from the hand. <laughs> well, he's ready to go back at the bat again. He'll carve at the plate. Prehand giving the sign of a claim. Sitting on, nobody out. Cardinals batting. Tigers lead 13 to nothing. There's a fly ball to the short right. Going back is Cash near the line. Makes the catch with a glove hand. Still two on, and Mike Shannon steps up. You know what's amazing, Ernie, with the Cardinals treading 13-0 in the bottom half the ninth, still the fans, the Cardinal fans staying here, rooting the Cardinals off. Yes, sir, they're yelling for action. Shannon batting 292. Swings and pops it up out toward the mound here comes Wert from third base near the mound makes the catch and they are two down with two on Julian Javier the second baseman at bat and if the Cardinals want to avert the shutout they'll have to do it right here McLean has one out to go the Tigers are leading 13 to nothing if the Tigers can win 13 to nothing they will have the most one-sided shutout in World Series history on the old record, the Yanks beat the Pirates, twelve nothing, in nineteen sixty. Javier the batter. Strike. He took a sidearm fastball from Benny McLean. Two on and two out. Thirteen to nothing, Detroit, in the last half of the ninth inning. Now set in the set and the pitch. Ball out of play. Back at the plate. Two strikes. Bernie. The last Detroit pitcher that pitch a series shutout is an old friend of mine by the name of Bobo Newsom back in 1940 when he set out the Reds by a score of eight to nothing. Strike two. The countdown. The plane trying to get another one. Javier waiting, here it comes, he swings and there's a whistle, looping drive to right, it'll score a run. Maris is rounding third, he's coming home, and the Cardinals have scored. Javier singles to right, Roger Maris comes home to score now 13-1. to 1. Runners at first and second. And Javier puts the run on the board for St. Louis. So we can forget all about the shutouts now found out why these fans are singing this ballpark. They wanted to see a run by the Cardinals and Denny McMahon not to get that shut up. Here's Maxville batting now with two men on and two away, He takes the curve high. Down his flight is fly to right twice. One of them a foul ball. Flight to set once. 13 to 1. That's the score. Now the set and the pitch. It's a ball high, two 0 on Maxwell. Bill Gagliano at the on deck circle with the pitcher do up next. Strike a fastball right over. Two and one. Tigers lead the cards 13-1 of the night inning. McLean checking his sign with freehand, two on, two out, and a two-on pitch coming up. Out on the screen, two-two to count on Maxwell. He is still looking for his first hit of the series. Dow is now 0 for 19 in the series of 68. Waiting on a two-two delivery from Tiger Pitcher McLean. Here it is. All the game's over. In the ninth, the Cardinals get one run on three hits. There were no errors and two left. And the World Series goes to seven games. Well, behind the strong pitching of Denny McClain and the lusty hitting of the Tiger Bats featuring a 10-run, a third inning, the Detroit Tigers send the World Series into the seventh game. It will be played here at Bush Memorial Stadium tomorrow. McClain all the way to win it. Washburn, the starter, and loser for St. Louis. He's now 1-1 won, won and lost one. McLean is 1-1 won, won and lost two in the series. Jaster, Willis, Hughes, Carlton, Granger, and Nelson also were on the mound for the Cardinals. Home runs, a grand slam homer in the 10-run third inning by Jim Northup for the Tigers. And now Kalan hit one with the bases empty in the fifth inning.